How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Hadass Kuznets at St. Timothy's Episcopal Church in Roxborough with Reverend Kirk Berlinbach. And we're talking about the Biblical Brewers event. Now, Reverend, I understand this used to be a competition, but now it's not. So what happened? So, Hadass, this year, with in the light of everything that's going on... Politically? Politically, but more culturally, I think is how I'd prefer to look at it, with either direct assaults or clear threats against religious minorities, Judaism, Islam, and just sort of a culture of suspicion and hostility. We thought this was time to, instead of competing against one another, it was always friendly competition, but instead of competing, we wanted to come together for a single purpose, which was to raise awareness and promote interfaith understanding and cooperation. And the way you're doing that is through beer. Yes, we are. Yep. So tell me about that. So we have some brewers from each congregation, and they have been working on their beers in some cases for six months or more. So they've really been polishing and perfecting their beers. They're going to have some terrific beers of all kinds of different styles, ranging from a very basic pale ale to an imperial stout and everything in between. And the idea is come on out to Congregation Rodef Shalom on May 6th at 7 o'clock. You're going to just try their beers. We're going to have some wonderful food, some silent auction items, and then we're going to have our speaker from the inner Faith Center of Greater Philadelphia, and they're a great organization that does exactly the mission that we're trying to promote. Now, I understand that this event came together because you met Rabbi Eli Freeman from Rodef Shalom, and you both have a love of home brewing. Absolutely. We were introduced by Nancy Rigborg and George Hummel from Home Sweet Homebrew, which is a homebrewing supply shop in Philadelphia. And they knew us both individually. And Nancy was a great yenta. And she connected Eli and I. She said, these guys are going to hit it off. And sure enough, we did. We went to lunch and we said, we got to do this again. And then we started getting our congregations together. We made a beer together. And then the homebrew event grew out of that. It's literally a match made in heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do you want people to know about homebrewing? For- you're a reverend and you're a home brewer. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Eli is a rabbi and he's a home brewer. Yeah. You can drink beer and be in the clergy? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that Rabbi Eli and I and our congregations have a feeling that all of creation is God's gift and it's meant to be enjoyed. And beer is a very natural thing. People have been making it for 10,000 years and religious communities have been enjoying it and making it for as long as there have been religious communities. And there's no reason that we shouldn't enjoy it. How many years has the Biblical Brewers event been going on now? Now, before it was the mm-hmm. Biblical Brewers competition. Right. So how long has it been going on? This will be the fourth year for it. So we're really excited. And we've tried to keep it fresh every year. And so this was a new way for us to do that by instead of the strictly judged competition, just cooperation and enjoyment and fun. So everybody tries all the beers. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we want God to- doesn't prefer one over the other. Well, well except that you're better, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But it's, it's they're, they're all great. I can tell you, I know the brewers from Road of Shalom, and they are committed and they make great beer. And all the beers that you're going to get to try are fantastic. Now, do you make your beer here at St. Timothy's? We do. We have a nice industrial 
kitchen downstairs and our team of brewers there's three of them and they have a couple guys that help them they've been working on them for months and they've brewed it right downstairs how did you gather your brewing team here at the church you know we actually had a beer club like more of a appreciation study club before that and so the home brewing was a natural outgrowth of that some people do bible study other people do beer study exactly right exactly right Hadas. yeah it's just like a uh, like what the men's club would be at the synagogue yeah the, so the brewing there did grow out of their men's club but it grew to be much more expansive everybody is welcome actually last year for the first time we had an all-female brewing team made up of women from both congregations team eve competing against team moses and team jesus so it's absolutely very inclusive so is eve continuing to show off a beer this year they were not able to make a beer this year but certainly the women of team eve are going to be there and be part of the event but team moses and team jesus are representing absolutely we'd like to think that it's just all of us together representing to create some greater cooperation and a spirit of fellowship. All right. So give us some tips to making a good, what have you learned about homebrewing over the past four years? Oh, wow. That's a great question. You have to be patient. It takes four hours or more to make a homebrew. There's a lot of time you have to be patient. The best brewers take a scientific approach. They're constantly measuring and checking and checking pH and checking temperature. So there is a lot of control going in there. There is definitely an art, but there is most certainly a science. And that was something I didn't really understand before we really started to do it ourselves. Tell me about how it's, I mean, you wouldn't continue it if you didn't enjoy it so much. So tell me about how that's evolved. You know, the, the relationship between St. Timothy's and Rodef Shalom is just wonderful. And we have learned so much about one another. Our members from our congregation will regularly worship there. We've had members from Rodef Shalom come and worship here. And it is just great because we learn about each other and we learn to appreciate and respect the differences, but then Every time I worship there, I just come away feeling so enriched and so fed from the worship and from the community there. What did you learn from Murdoch Shalom? It's amazing to me as a Christian who has done a lot of graduate-level study on my faith. I still didn't have a full appreciation of how deeply rooted we are in Judaism until I started to worship more regularly in a synagogue. So that really deepened my understanding of my own faith. Uh, in a way that I wasn't getting before. What do you hope that the congregation from Rod of Shalom has learned from you? I think that I, what I hope that they've learned is how much we have in common, not necessarily in terms of the particulars of our religious beliefs, but in our core values as communities, where we value fellowship, we value a spirit of welcoming and inclusivity, and we share a commitment to appreciating and caring for the creation for the creation of God, but also for caring for you know our fellow human beings. What can people learn when they sit down over a beer? Anything. <laughs> Anything. The possibilities are limitless. You come down, you share a beer, barriers are broken, friendships are formed. It's wonderful. So this event is taking place on May 6th, and people are able to come and talk about whatever over a beer, share their differences. Absolutely. We want people to come with their questions. If they have questions about either faith or about how can people of different faiths or no faith cooperate together to achieve common goals. What are you most looking forward to on May 6th? I am looking forward to looking out at a great crowd of people, a wonderful, diverse crowd made up of old friends and new friends alike, gathering together and just seeing and, and feeling that spirit of fellowship that, that I perceive as the spirit of God moving amongst people. Describe the event. So what are you, you going to have, like, kegs out there? Well, some of the brewers kegged, some of them bottled. Um, so they'll each have a table. They'll be telling folks about their beers and answering their questions. There'll be food. People will be sitting down and sharing beers, sharing food, 
looking at the auction items, knowing that the money that we raise is going to go to promote continued understanding and cooperation. Tell me about that. It's all a fundraiser. Exactly. It's a fundraiser for the Interfaith Center. Um, I think that advanced tickets are a little bit cheaper. It's $20 uh, at the door, so very reasonable for beer and food. I mean, you can't do much better than that, and knowing that your money is going to a good cause. Is there a website or another way we can get tickets? There is. Off of the Road of Shalom website, there is a way to buy tickets in advance, or you can just buy tickets at the door coming Saturday, May the 6th at 7 o'clock. So you guys have been preparing since when? When did you start brewing? Some of our guys started planning their brews maybe as early as June or July of last year. Wow. It's a year in the making. Yeah. Some of them went through two or three iterations of their recipe to perfect it. So this is, this is serious business here. Now, people really love to have bragging rights, even though you're not picking a winner. Yes. Well... They take pride in what they're doing because I think that they see what they're, what they're doing not just as a reflection of their commitment to brewing, but maybe as a reflection of their pride in their congregation. Whether or not people get along really is dependent on how good these beers are. Wow. There's a lot <laughs> riding on this, there's Hadad. a lot riding on it, it sounds absolutely, like. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. So tell me the details of the event. When, where, how? So at Congregation Road of Shalom, which is on North Broad Street, just above Spring Garden, 7 o'clock, Saturday, May the 6th. I would love to meet anybody that wants to come and join us. Love to meet you. Looking forward to it. Once again, the event is called? The Biblical Brewers United. That is Reverend Kirk Berlinbach. He's one of the founders with Rabbi Eli Friedman here from St. Timothy's Church. Reverend, thank you so much. Thank you, Hadass. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 